Ten seconds? Uh, ten seconds. All right, then we're good to go. All right, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? No comment. I plead the fifth. No comment. Excellent. Um, yeah, uh, just having a day, just having a week. Hope everyone's mm, doing well. Uh, That's all we can hope for. October's exciting time for movies, you know, with the whole... Um, you know, we can't talk... Did you know, um, I'm learning, you know, watching... Po- listen to podcasts and, like, following, you know, uh, uh, Twitch streams and whatnot and YouTube streams. Um, uh, you're not allowed to talk about, like, to mention vaccines and, like, the pandemic and stuff like that. Because of, yeah, you can't. Because of all the mis- it'll auto filter. Yeah, because of all the uh, misinformation out there, like you're not, you're just not allowed to talk about it anymore. So, um, but you know, because of the, uh, uh, you know, the panorama, whatever, you know, um, mm-hmm. a lot of panamanium, panamanium, because of all the panamanium, nice Sam. Uh, a lot of these movies have been pushed back over and over again, and a lot of them have landed in October 2021. Um, Venom, uh, James Bond, No Time to Die, Dune, Last Night in Soho, and so many others. Um, oh, Dune comes out this month? On the 22nd, fam. Holy shit. That's the day I get my new phone. I'm su- I am super excited for that. Um, Me too. Um, it's supposed to be like Star Wars, but good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's Star Wars meets Game of Thrones with all, with all the house wars and the infighting and the betrayal. Um, but yeah. Um, I do want to try freaking uh, get everything in an hour conversation. Um, so let's get into it. Um, let's get right into. We'll it. talk about visions last, or we can talk about okay. it now. I don't know. I think we should talk about it first because I, it I first. haven't finished it, haven't finished so it. I can only really talk about the first seven episodes. Okay. Um, so um, this all—it's not—it's non-canon, so they dropped it all at once. Star Wars visions. Uh, nine anthology films produced by seven of the biggest uh, Japanese animation studios today, um, and uh, you just you you know it's Star Wars through the medium of anime, and in my personal opinion, uh, it fit like a glove. Um, if yeah. if you know if you if you're a big fan of Star Wars, you probably have seen a few interviews with uh, George Lucas, and. Um, and, you know, Seven Samurai, Kurosawa films or were massive inspirations for the original 1977 film. Uh, samurai culture is a massive influence on Jedi, and you can see that in Visions. Um, so there's uh, nine stories. Uh, the first one is very uh, Kurosawa, Seven Samurai, black and white, yeah. old school, mm-hmm. uh, feudal time Japan setting. Um, Crosshatch animation where it looks like it's sketched even though it's 3D art. Um, yeah i really like that crosshatch animation style Absolutely. it always looks cool whenever people do it yeah and like um the characters kind of move on screen almost like puppets um mm-hmm. that, that was really cool um so yeah you know it's 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 star wars in the but in the uh japanese storytelling uh japanese creators and and so we have shogun uh uh sith and ronin jedi and uh, and that's, that's kind of the first one um you know uh uh, it's the um, it's this evil Sith woman with this really badass lightsaber, and she's just ter- terrorizing this uh, this uh, little town. You know, classic, typical. You know, um, mm-hmm. um, and she has her bandits of uh of stormtroopers, but you know, it's not stormtrooper armor. You know, they kind of have uh, like uh, 
more feudal time Japan type armor. Yeah, it's a twist. It's a, it's uh, a twist. And there's even like an R2 unit, but like it, it's it's topping is it's, it's like top is like a it's like a, it's like a fisherman's hat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, yeah, this this lone Jedi or Ronin, he just he, he rolls into town and, and defends them. And there's an epic like ten minute long uh, lightsaber duel, um, and it's very it's very samurai the way it ends. Wait, was he a Jedi? I thought he wasn't. So he says he's not a Jedi, but he's not. A, he's not a bad guy either, and yeah. it's revealed he's actually collecting uh, these uh, Kyber crystals. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's non-canon, so they're all red, um, meaning he's, he, you know, he's taken out these bad guys. Maybe he used to be. Maybe he used to. He used to be one of them. Maybe he used to be a Jedi. And now he's gone rogue because. Maybe he's kind of like Ahsoka. Ahsoka left the Jedi Order because you know they're a bunch of hypocrites and they and they're they and they're suck. and they're too, yeah. They have their own agenda uh, and they're they're too political. You know, they're the kind of people I hate the most. Yeah, you know, you know, because like for me, it's like there are two types of assholes, right? Mm-hmm. You have the assholes who are the Sith, mm-hmm. where they wake up and they're like, God damn, it feels good to be an asshole, and every second of their day, they're just appreciating how much of an asshole they are, mm-hmm. right? Then you have the asshole that are like the Jedi. I hate them the most because they're assholes. Everyone that's not them thinks they are assholes. But in their minds, they are this pure, dogmatic hero. <laughs> Good word. And it's like, fuck you. Fuck you. You are a piece of shit. You would sit and watch thousands, millions die because of your stupid code. Yeah, like B- because the Senate won't allow it. Like, fam, you mm-hmm. you don't listen to the Senate. Like, you you've lost your way. You, you're the Jedi. You go and save people who you help people where 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 help is needed. You don't have any any legal boundaries. Like, it's it's so weird. Um, yeah. so uh, so yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got from that one. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but um, it definitely started off. I think it was smart for that to be the first episode, you know, because this yeah. is the origins of, you know, of everything that kind of where Star Wars came from. Next episode, Tatooine Rhapsody. It's probably, um, it's, it's it. honestly growing on me. Um, uh, it appears that uh, the main character, uh, Jedi, uh, escaped what looks like could have been Order 66. Um, and he's, you know, a little Padawan learning. And he's on the run. And he just ends up in a rock band. And, you know, yeah. I never thought... I would see a, a hut playing bass, but here we are watching a hut play bass. And uh, Tamar Morrison comes back as Boba Fett as he's working for Jabba. Um, I'm not sure what the uh, relationship was between uh, 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 Guy and, uh, and Jabba. Were they related? I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, Boba Fett comes in, takes, t- takes Guy back to Tatooine, uh, and, uh, and the rest of the band you know, got to figure out what they're gonna do next, and they and they go in, uh, they they uh, convince Jabba to let Gee perform with them, and you know their music, and the spirit of rock and roll wins over uh, uh, Jabba, and he becomes like a sponsor for the band or whatever. Um, yeah, so yeah, whatever. that's probably the. I have nothing. To yeah, say. I have nothing to yeah. say about that episode. Yeah, like, it's, at all. it's probably the least favorite. Um, the next one, episode three, twins. This was the first one. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, this is by uh, Trigger. Um, that, that that Trigger. Yeah. The um, goats, yeah. Um, so this hits like um, Tengen Top and Gurren Lagan, Kill the Kill, uh, Promare, uh, Inferno Cop. These are all anime. Nice. If you know, you know. 
Trigger is the GOAT at producing high-quality action sequences with beautiful animation, and more importantly, stylistic animation. Absolutely. Things like having corpses form the name of the attack that the person's doing, or, you know, like, having the special effects popping off the character actually turn into projectiles. Like, they're all about taking something that looks cool and then also making it real in the world that they're animating nice that's like their st- their style nice you know? i i really liked what they did with uh with uh the twins again you know these japanese storytellers are clearly fans they're taking elements and story beats we've seen before and making it their own um mm-hmm. we've seen twins before in star wars luke and leia and these twins in this episode are forged from the dark side of the forest which is how anakin was formed uh, with, uh, mm-hmm. with Darth Plagueis, so that was a really cool thing to see. These twins, you know, kind of like Luke and Leia. Is that canon? Um, I don't know if it's canon, but if you watch, uh, it's heavily alluded to in um, Revenge of the Sith. Um, God, I hate Star Wars. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, go um, ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, so the twins, you know, Luke and Leia, and then, you know, they're forged by the dark side, and they have, you know, again, kyber crystals are, like, a big thing in, in, in this uh, series. Um, um you know, th- th- it's a piece of nature that holds that holds a lot of power. So I guess that's why it's so valued. And um, you know, um, the power of nature is always valued in you know Japanese storytelling. Um, uh, they have these. I love the character design, like these twins, the, these dark side twins yeah. with like heavily like Vader inspired like suit of black armor and these oh, that's so interesting. and these carbon crystals. You know, power their suits. And the most, the, the coolest part was that these twins have like a connect, share like a connected Star Destroyer kind of uh, yeah. battleship. Uh-huh. And, With like and a, there's a biggie thing, thing, thing connecting them in the middle. Connecting them in the middle is a massive, uh, you know, planet destroying uh, cannon, which is powered by uh, the copper crystals in their suits. That was really cool. Um, so, pretty much, uh, the boy uh, twin, Cree uh, uh, or uh, Kari, uh, Lord Kari. Uh, he's he, he's not about it anymore. Uh, he he leaves his post, which is uh, he's supposed to be you know powering up the the gun, and he takes the uh, the power core, um, his kyber crystal, and uh, and his sister goes after him. And like you said, epic battle. It's uh, you know it doesn't really always make sense. But it doesn't really matter. They're out. In, that's yeah. That's yeah. not what trigger trigger yeah. is never about making sense. Yeah. They never have been. They never will be. The whole point of Tengen Top and Gurren Lagan is literally just whatever you think is how things are supposed to be. Fuck that. Go above it. Beyond. Move past it. If you think that the biggest a robot can get is your planet fuck it it's as big as the universe if you think it's as, the universe is as big as it can get fuck it your robot is as big as the multiverse that is what tang and top and gurren lagan was all about keep pushing past your limits and if it doesn't make sense that means you're on the right path that's how trigger does everything nice. they don't care about why is this character able to breathe in space they don't give a fuck it looks cool <laughs> yeah. that's the reason <laughs> yeah. that that's all trigger cares about it looks cool there's your reason. Yeah. Their stories are never renowned for their storytelling, you know, or the plot. People watch it because it looks amazing. And that's what they did with this episode. I, I like the action. And I remember when I did look at people's reactions online to it, it was just a lot of like, why can they breathe in space? What about this? And I'm like, your first time on a trigger ride, I can tell. <laughs> you know, like, they don't give a shit about those kind of like, to them, it's menial. It's like, oh, I don't who cares why they can't breathe it why is he why doesn't he have a helmet on in space right now because it looks cool yeah that's the only reason they care about if it looks cool they do it yeah yo how did he survive going in through hyperspace as a like while being in space and his body just because yeah it looks 
cool. That's it. That's, that's it. all they care about. That's it. They don't give a fuck about anything else. It looks cool. It, that's why. It was an, it was a really epic fight. Um, uh, very colorful, very bright, uh, very stylish. And um, yeah, uh, the twin, um, man, I, I, I'm bad with these names. Um, but yeah, you know, she blows him away and, uh, and uh, you know, he, he's a bad guy, you know, kind of a Sith-like, but he has an X-Wing, which is usually, you know, used by the Rebels. Um, mm-hmm. And his uh, droid uh, uh, duo or Dio, um, ca- Dio, you know, bl- you know, he gets blown away, and he's caught on the on the on the hood on the front of the uh, of the X wing, and he's like, um, "Oh, I'll use the power the power the power core, you know, the carbon crystal that's meant to power our cannon. I'll put it in my in my lightsaber, and his lightsaber just grows like like a massive ridiculous size, mm-hmm. and flying upside down." Uh, you know, we kind of get that shot that resembles um, Ad, uh, Admiral Haldo from uh, Last Jedi when she splits, mm-hmm. when she, uh, splits the, the uh, First Order fleet with his lightsaber. He just massive lightsaber mm-hmm. c- cuts the ship in half and, uh, and kind of blows his sister away. And, Did uh, I ever tell you how much I hate that scene? Uh, I think so, yeah. Because you know why I hate it? Why? Not cause it looks cool. Yeah, it does. It does. I just hate it because it's one of those things where, for me, it just shatters any idea of space combat in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Because why wouldn't you just do that? Why wouldn't you just get an X-Wing, have it go into hyperspace, and just have the pilot jump out? If they could, I don't know. Uh, uh, um... You know what I mean? Like, like why, it, it, it's cool, but it's one of those things where it's like, this was cool, but now it has made everything that has come before it look stupid and made everything that comes after it look extra stupid if they're not doing that. Which is why I think in the, what was it called? The Last Jedi? Is that the final movie? Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. When uh, Rise of Skywalker. When uh, Mary is can... like... Uh... We we need to do some real damage and pull some holdover maneuvers, and they were like, "Oh, that, that's the one in a million move." <laughs> it's like, is it though? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, on paper, it's like it, it's not. And then the thing is that in that movie, in that movie, which again can go to like, you know, everything that was wrong with it. Yeah. In that movie, you see at the end in the battle in space, there are a bunch of of, of good old Palpies, his ships mm-hmm. that are cut in half, like the last jedi mm-hmm. which implies that okay yeah people are doing that and i'm like okay so that's good but also just i wish that wasn't a option because now every time because i hate star wars you know this but i hate the people who watch star wars even more mm-hmm. so now every movie that comes out that has any type of conflict in space you're gonna have those people being like well why don't they just do what hold or whatever the fuck her name was did mm-hmm. well, what, how is this a problem why don't they just use the hyperdrift and because of that reason, that is why I don't like the scene. Because it just gives people things to argue about. That's why I don't like that movie. It just gives people things to argue about that, yeah, that aren't important. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, I don't. I tried not to say much about it anymore. Like now, it was confirmed that there was no plan. I'm like, there's no point in talking about it anymore. There was, there's no plan. So yeah, of course it came out shitty. Um, I still like them more than the prequels, but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I hate the prequels. Uh, um. Next one is uh, episode four, The Village. This one was dope. This one was uh, this one was really cool. Um, it's a bit slower. The action doesn't come until like the very end. Um, but um, it's a Jedi and her master on this uh, on this planet, and uh, it's this little village again, being tormented again by um, by uh, this a bit of a local gangster type. 
Um, yeah. There were, you know, in this one, th- this episode uh, makes references to the prequels as they talk about the Clone Wars and and the Separatists. You know, the Separatists yeah. were were terrorizing them when the when they when they left. They they left their battle droids and these local gangsters picked them up. Yeah. Uh, long story short, um, they're trying to gain control and they're like taking um, the leader of the village hostage. And uh, and the Jedi has to, you know, decide: Am I going to step up? Am I going to remain in hiding? Um, it appears. Yep. And uh, in the in the coolest way, she reveals herself uh, when uh, the, when this uh, gangster is going to like you know off uh, the leader's sister who's who like kind of went rogue, uh, and mm-hmm. she she catches the blast. It's always cool when, when they when they do that. Um, I think yeah. uh, on screen like. Pardon me. Uh, movies are tell. First instance of that was I think it was Kylo Ren in the Force Awakens, um, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just, it's just cool seeing like a a, bla- it's, it's a, very cool. a blaster bolt being caught being held in midair by the Force. It's it's cool, uh, and then she sends it back to him like and blows up the gun, hurts his wrist, and he's like, "What are you looking at, you idiots?" Oh, by the way, please watch it in Japanese if you do watch it. Um, uh, I, yeah. I I I recommend it. Um, I watched it in Japanese first and. Out of curiosity, I went back a second time, watched it in English, and no, um, the, the the dialogue, the performances, uh, is it's it's written in Japanese, it's made for Japanese. It's you have to watch in Japanese. I'm sorry, um, if you don't like to read <laughs> subtitles, niggas I, hate I, I reading subtitles. I, niggas hate reading. <laughs> yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, fuck the subtitles. Niggas just don't like to read. <laughs> don't like to period. Read. Period. <laughs> Nigga, you want me to read? Man. I'm watching it for a reason. I'm watching it for a reason. Bro, people, um, when people told me they watched Squid Game mm-hmm. in the English dub, yeah, it may, it makes me throw up in my mouth yeah. because like the English dub for Squid Game is terrible. I, I've heard it's trash. It is terrible. And just that's just how some people watch it. And I was like, I don't want to yuck their yum. Yeah. But like, it's just such a bad dub. You know? Yeah. Um, like... um. I, I like um Allison Bree um if you remember her from uh, Community, yeah she's hot yeah, <laughs> um she was the she was little Annie Adderall little Annie Adderall <laughs> she was the um the female twin uh and uh, in English when she's screaming about kyber crystals like I, I'm a fan of hers but that didn't sound good at all <coughs> like cut just come brother. Uh, and give me the kyber crystal i'm like oh my god well see that's that's the problem with dubbing that fucks it up is that a lot of the time these uh people who they get to dub one they're not voice actors yeah they're just two mm-hmm. yeah. they're just or they're just regular actors it's a completely different skill set because the thing you'll see is that like a lot of celebrity actors they rely on acting yeah. so they'll be a, like you can like there are tons of like behind the scenes things you can look up and see where they're voicing these characters and you see them in the booth and they're emoting yeah. and they're expressing and they're they're doing all of this but it's like hey guess what i can't see that yeah when i'm just hearing your voice over this character talking yeah so that voice control the it's 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 voice actors are voice actors for a reason and people need to start respecting them it's that's how i feel about like the, these kind of situations where it's just like just hire the voice actors. They're people who their job is to just voice act. They don't do anything else but voice acting, you know? Yeah, respect and, them and pay them more. Well, yeah. And that's that's the whole difference in between Japan and us is that in Japan, voice actors are celebrities. Yeah. Like they are celebrities. They are big. They they're huge. Like 
they're they're a big deal. Like people will watch shows just because it's like, oh, yo, uh, um, I don't know, what's a voice actor, a Japanese Rie Rie Kus. I don't I don't want to fuck up her name, but like you know, it'll be like like I have friends that literally will tell me that it's like, a, oh, this is a oh Kugi uh Kugimiya, yeah, a uh, Rie Kugimiya. It's like he'll just say like, oh, it's a Kugimiya show, and I'm like, oh, cool, got it. That literally just means like, hey, the main the the main love interest is voiced by Rie Kugimiya, and that should tell you everything you need to know about that show because she's typecast so often. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I. That's what, it's like in Japan, voice actors are treated much differently, which I think is why their voice quality is so much better. You know. Feel it. But what do I know? What do I know? What do, what I, do I know? know? <laughs> what do I know? Um. Um. But yeah, four was cool. I like the four. Four. See, okay, so four and two share the same, uh, have a, a similar issue where it's like I know the studio who made them, not by name, but I've just I've seen that animation style before, mm-hmm. and I like that animation style. I just didn't care about the plot line. Okay, you know, I feel like with Star Wars, you know, I'm tired of <laughs> Star Wars. I hate it. I don't like Star Wars at all because every time I find a reason to like Star Wars, I'm given six reasons not to. You know what I mean? <laughs> So it's like, I'm someone where I think one, I think Visions is, don't get me wrong, Visions is the right idea, you know, mm-hmm. just so we can talk on Visions rather than like, you know, go over everything. Yeah. But like, I think Visions is the right idea because Vision for me is, even if all of the episodes were Tatooine Rhapsody, Visions would still be a success because get me the fuck out of the Skywalker era. Yeah. Because from what I've ex- my small small experience with Star Wars, everything that I like in Star Wars has nothing to do with anything involving a Skywalker. Kotor is thousands of years before Skywalker. The Mandalorian has nothing to do with the Skywalker storyline. I mean, I mean, not nothing to do because obviously the, the very the very end, you know, he goes. It's yeah, literally that's it. I want outer rim stories i want stories that have nothing to do with the republic that have nothing to do with like you know what i mean yeah like star wars is supposed to be this big expansive galaxy let me see it yeah stop showing me the same stuff fucking characters and their children and shit i don't care about them mm-hmm. show me the weird that's why i like kotor so much because it's like hey here's a star wars story that has no attachment to anything so they're able to do whatever they want with the force they're able to write their their sith however they want they're able to write the jedi however they want it is not tied to anything that people know as iconic or classic so the writers are able to do what they want and i feel like personally that movie wise if the movies were able to have the freedoms that vision had where it's like it doesn't have to be a sequel to the most recent trilogy i feel like they would be so they would have been so much better if we just got a new star wars new characters a different part of the galaxy not tied down to anakin and his bloodline and palpatine and his bloodline and obi-wan and his bloodline like just new characters don't even mention the the skywalkers you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like completely new somewhere else in space it would have been great and which is why i say this to bring up the next episode the ninth jedi which is my favorite episode. Mine too. Because this should have been an entire series. Because this is exactly what I'm talking about when I say I like Star Wars. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. 
fledgling Padawan, weird enigmatic guy who turns out to be a master Jedi, the Sith being smart and actually like dominating like everything about this is perfect it is a story that is based in the world and follows the logic of star wars but it does its own thing yeah and i think that that right there is my biggest problem with star wars is the fact that they feel so obligated to just repeat the same thing over and over and over again it's like oh luke was just like anakin anakin was just like so and so and ray is just like so it's like why can't they just stand alone Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just disconnect them from everyone and everything, and that's why I think Nine Jedi is by far the best episode I've seen. This vision should have just been the Ninth Jedi <laughs> show. We should have just got twelve episodes of the plot line of Ninth Jedi. It's interesting. It doesn't have the weird political bullshit that ties the Jedi down. It's a story of Jedi's being on the run where the Jedis don't seem to be dickheads because the Sith are an actual threat in this world. So the Jedi haven't gotten to that comfortability yet and they're still Jedi. You see him trying to do the right thing even though it's stupid and he'll get killed. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the ninth Jedi is the best parts of Star Wars to me. Yeah. Um, the, that one concept that really I love with the lightsabers um yes that's it was so so cool it's so sick Um, i remember and it's yeah go ahead ahead. it's just uh the the concept of like um um, a jedi um a lightsaber blacksmith who makes these special lightsabers who purely based on the wielder determines the color like 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 the the lightsaber reads your heart it reads your intentions your soul and if, if they're not pure it's red and you are a bad guy you are a sith and if you know if you're a pure of heart if you're righteous it's you know blue or, or green and i like it it's really cool that at the end of the episode there's one sith acolyte which is uh which is like our first mm-hmm, kind of re- mm-hmm. there's our first reference to um we're getting a sith acolyte show um from the, oh, uh, we are. yeah a, a live action on disney plus um oh, and it takes it takes place uh like thousands of years before before um the uh, prequel trilogy um uh, okay and um That's- and, and uh, yeah, the the, the last uh, Sith acolyte standing, but then in the fight, his his saber turns from red to purple. I was like, oh, that's like I like that because it's and kind of um, that was the coolest part of the episode is watching characters' lightsabers fluctuate. Yeah, because it's one of those things that Star Wars is really bad at, which is show don't tell, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like watching him. You mentioned him, but the one that stood out to me was in the beginning you see the girl, the daughter of the blacksmith, talking to her dad. And she's like, "How mine doesn't have a color yet. And it changes size haphazardly. And he's like, yeah. Also, another thing that was super cool where he was like, I designed each lightsaber to respond to his user. So everyone gets a different thing with their lightsaber. Yeah. That is the anime. Okay? Yeah. Excuse me. That is the anime influence where it's like, we need to make sure that our cast is diverse. Yeah. We need to make sure that they're different, like, power systems in anime versus cartoons it's so much more respected in japan like the ability for shows to stick to power systems consistently versus how it is in the west where it's like one chapter uh you're saying that you know superman is so strong and then in the next comic book he gets beat by deathstroke you know what i mean yeah like anime keeps that shit tight and if that does happen there will be a long list of reasons as to why 
Deathstroke is able to beat Superman if it was an anime. You know what I mean? Exactly. And just that's that's just my favorite part is that it's like watching her in the beginning. She had her her thing, and it was like, oh, I can make mine get bigger and smaller. Um, but I can't. It's, it doesn't have a color yet, and I'm not really fully attuned to the force, right? Yeah. Like so, for me, the the coolest part of the episode is like watching her fight, and it cuts to her. She has her gray lightsaber, the gray light. And it doesn't have a light yet. Yeah. And it cuts to the Padawan being struggling, and he's like, "I'm not sure of myself." And and then it cuts back to her, and it's green, and it's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like, like <laughs> it's like they don't. The show doesn't say anything. They don't point it out to you. It's just if you're paying attention, you see like You'll get it. her shit's green. You'll get it exactly. And it's like, oh shit, she's in there. Like she's reached that point. Yeah. That's. It's so yeah. The Ninth Jedi easily the best episode. Yeah. Easily, easily the best episode. To- it, totally, it's not agree. even close. Totally, not totally even close. Agree. It's it should have been. This should have just been twelve episodes of the Ninth Jedi. The Ninth Jedi needs to get an anime. I I really hope it does. And even the plot it sets up about restoring the Jedi Order and they have to travel to go get her dad. Like everything about it just screams a, this should be a twenty six episode. Anime. It's a perfect setup. It's this a great story. Sh- this should be a twenty six episode anime. And obviously, and obviously, it's like I think it's the longest episode. It is longest episode. Yep, yeah. it is. Yep, at, at twenty two minutes. Um, the next episode, Toby, T O B one. You know, Obi one. Huh, kind of funny. It was cute. I'll never watch it again. It's Pinocchio in Star Wars. It's a it's a yeah. it's a droid boy who dreams of being a, a, a Jedi. It's the cutest thing in the world. The uh, animation, the music is the animation. Just, I th- it's it might have my favorite animation. It's it's cuddly. Episodes. It's cuddly. It's warm. I love it. Um, I just like it on the grounds of like it's trippy. Like there's so many scenes where they play with perspective mm-hmm. and they 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 flip colors. Yeah, I think animation wise, it it, it really did look it looked really good yeah like and the, the final fight is dope it's short but it's really cool um when he when he merges mm-hmm. with his friend he's like um c3 come and like it's a, it's very anime you know they fuse together and and make a stronger whole it's very anime yep and it take- and of course to to anyone who, who who doesn't know it's an astro boy homage yeah it's yeah straight up just astro boy yeah he looks like astro boy. yeah he has <laughs> his professor that is the Hoxie. you know like it's just Astro Boy. Yeah. And, it's literally just Star Wars Astro Boy, and, and that's fucking yeah, tight. And the, and the form he takes to win is very Astro Boy, like the cannon on his back and just like the jet mm-hmm. propeller. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It, it's it's just Astro Boy. Uh, the next episode literally- is a lot of people's favorites, The Elder. A lot of people like this one. Uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's it's very Kultor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a great master, uh, uh, master and apprentice relationship kind of story. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, this, this old Sith type guy who's kind of, uh, kind of a drifter. He's, he's kind of concerning the people who live in the, in the, in the village again, you know, it's a, a, a worried village. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, uh, long story short, he, uh, the, the, um, they're kind of looking for him in secret. They're trying to keep it on the down low, but, uh, the young Padawan, a young black being a young young being a pad- black Padawan, young exactly, young yeah. young black Padawan, you know, uh, with the young nigga with the braid, uh, you know, he, he they come in contact first, and and yeah, the elder makes short work of him. He's a Padawan learner. He cuts him up like like sushi and just lays him out. I thought he died. <laughs> Me too. I thought he was Me dead. Too. And then of course he's like, oh, it's not you, but um, someone else is on this planet, much stronger. Um, He's what I'm looking for, and and it's obviously the Jedi Master. Yeah, they get into a great fight. Uh, this Force lightning, uh, fun reveal. The Padawan's not dead. 
and uh, he's able to uh, to knock the elder off his uh, um, concentration, leaving him open for an attack. And it's it's just a great little little commentary on power and how nothing really lasts. But while we are here, it's important to use it for the good to, uh, for the right thing. But yeah. at the same time, that's, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, be aware, it, power is not everything. It, it's not permanent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say it's like that's a very common trope in anime. Yes. Period is the badass old guy. Where the moral of the story is, if you came here ten years earlier, your story would have ended. Yes, I, I love that you said that. I, I, it's my, it's I. Japan does it better with their anime a lot, better. but and better, yeah. yeah. But I, I do love just it's just the old badass. Like it's like in Western media, yes. the old badass character is normally one that's respected. Mm-hmm. you know he might do like one cool thing here and there but he's just respected whereas in anime it's like there's so many characters i can think of right mm-hmm. master roshi yeah first one yeah master roshi was my first one because you know yeah. holy shit <laughs> then you go jiraiya yeah jiraiya right? right yeah then you go if you go to one piece you have garp garp you had luffy's grandpa mm-hmm. You have Garp in One Piece. You have this uh, Rayleigh, the guy who trains Luffy during the time skip, mm-hmm. who is the Pirate King's first mate. Like, he's old. And his one of the biggest things he does is he swims across the ocean that's supposed to be unpassable on ship. He swims it. And it's just like, it's this old guy. And you're like, holy shit, I can't believe this old guy just swimmed across the ocean. And his response to that is, man, when I was younger, I could have done it in like half the time. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah, this guy's legit. What is this old generation like? Like, it's so crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's this thing where it's one of my favorite tropes in media. I just, I love the badass old guy. Yusuke's great, 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 great ancestor in uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, where he's like, I'm starving. I'm old. I haven't eaten in a thousand years, and I will beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh my God, this is so cool. I was just so about I, to ask I, about uh, um, Hakusho. Yeah, exactly. So it's like there's an old and it, fuck that, you know. Yusuke's dad's or they call him his dad, but it's, it's really his ancestor. But like, yo, Genkai, mm-hmm. the the old hag who trains him, she's badass, yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> Genkai is awesome. Like old characters, the respect they get in anime, I appreciate that shit because it's just like it makes them so cool. Where it's just like, yo, it makes you wonder because you see them and you're like, man, what was this character like? in their prime i would love it to always see makes it. you that, think it makes you think and that's why old characters in anime i love it because i'm just like i felt the same way about the dude in the ninth jedi and he wasn't even that he was still spry juro but I'm yes just like, yeah, yeah yeah i'm just like wow like cool like all right this is the kind of jedi that i would like to see one that's been hardened by the world and doesn't just lived on stupid shitty ass lofty ideals that have never been put to the test and, you know? and doesn't look like a jedi and it throws you, it, it throws you off. <laughs> see, that's the that's the dude. I when the Kotor remake comes out, I know what we're gonna do. Okay, I, I, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna cover it. I'm gonna invite. I'm gonna invite you over. Okay, I'm gonna put my Kotor on the big screen, and we're gonna sit, and I'm gonna just be your vessel. Okay, you will do everything in terms of talking to people and you know experiencing the world, and I will be the controller. Let 
for you because I know you don't you don't know how to video game. I don't. So I will handle the video game part and I will let you just go through Kotor as yourself because I would love to see how your Jedi or Sith would look like. You know? I would love to see what you would how you would do it. So that's what we're gonna do that and then I'd love to come on here afterwards and just talk about your go through in Kotor. I think that'd be really cool. So that's that's the alternative that I was talking about that I want to do because yeah. I think Star Wars is really cool, but the stories that I've gotten from Star Wars are the ones where Yeah. You like, see the potential in Star Wars, but but I see but, the potential in it, but, but the these, Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, um I don't want to be that guy, but you know, because um, I love John Favreau, I love Dave Filoni and, and now he's connect now he's making sure these stories connect. Now after that really really bad sequel. Um trilogy like he's making sure that the mandalorian ties into clone wars ties into rebels now he's tying in he's making sure that everything ties in and i appreciate that um yeah like like it's not like cheesy skywalker connections it's no ahsoka tano knows bo-katan bo-katan know, yeah. knows dinjar and like you know no skywalkers it like you know they know them but it's yeah. not but they're not around um yeah the next episode i think is my is, is my solid second favorite lop and ocho I don't. I haven't seen. I don't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love it because of the because the apparently uh, uh, sexy yeah, sexy Jedi bunny rabbit. She's very popular on the internet. Yikes. A lot of people want to bang that bunny my, rabbit. My lord. Um, it's. A, I think it's the same as like the Lola bunny effect. You know, uh, you put it has a, to be. You put a you put a bunny girl in short shorts, and the internet is gonna go fucking gonna go crazy. crazy. And once you take her out of those um, uh, booty shorts and put her in like more cover clothing they, they riot yeah. Zen- yeah zendaya's lola bunny was not sexy at all two stars what bro you're th- that's fair you're 30 now you that's fair <laughs> you can't he said that's you fair can't, you can't yuck someone's yum if his favorite part of space jam one was lola bunny being sexy then hey that's him is it weird yes but you can't say yeah. that he doesn't have the right to feel that way. Yeah, you can't. Ki- Weirdos you can't kink shame. Have rights. If, you're fur- if, if you're a furry, <laughs> you're a furry. Yo, yeah, let's not kink shame the furries, okay? Yeah, okay? Because honestly, I'd rather have dinner with a furry. I'd have dinner with a furry before I had dinner with someone who's into feet. Really? Hell yeah. I'm offended. Just kidding. Not offended. Um, anywho. Uh, yeah, Lopin' Ocean. Anywho. <laughs> Lop and Ocho. So for me, as a Star Wars fan, uh, not just the movies, shows, books, um, this mo- this uh, episode reminded me of the new canon novel Bloodline, which is all mm-hmm. about having family, o- old friends, even lovers who find themselves on opposite s- sides of the war. It's very compelling, and and it and it uh, and it and it develops really intricate relationships. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. No problem. Um, a little note from the producer. Uh, yeah, it just establishes really interesting relationships, and um, you know, there's a, a, another uh, uh, yakuza, you know, Japanese gang, uh, mm-hmm. and they have this planet and they have the resources, but they're having trouble expanding, and uh, and so some of them welcome the empire's help, you know, for a, a future, you know, industrialization. And some of them are like, no, like you, you say you're gonna help, but then you stay longer than than you say you are, and now you're is, and now you're exploiting our natural resources. 
this is literally the first planet sorry yeah the second planet you go to in Tour 2 yeah this is literally the issue yeah like they're two different excuse me they're two different parties one is like yo the sith said they're gonna do this and the other one's like no bro fuck them (laughs) niggas they're not gonna follow through like it's literally that's that's awesome yeah that's that's cool and it's also um uh, in that same vein it reminds me of bad batch um which shows us the smooth transition from the clone war to the civil war what happened to the clones and what happened to to uh you know to these to these systems who, were, who used to be uh, represented by senators, and now they're represented by governors who report to Palpatine and Tarkin. You know, like, oh, yeah. you were the Republic once, and you were helping us fight the Separatists. The war's over, and now you're the Empire, and you're not leaving. And now you're seizing control, and you're, and you're putting our, our leaders in custody and, and putting your own leaders in place to govern us. Like, what the hell? Um, so, yeah, it's, an, it's, a, it's an epic battle. The oldest sister, um, uh, Ocho sides with the empire sorry father i i love you but if our world is to survive we need them father is she also a bunny no she's a human the bunny is is, is adopted uh, all right uh, next, episode. next episode let's go um I'm, I'm i'm part of the bunny gang now yeah i'm i'm part of the the bunny gang uh i think i think I, you'll, I think you like that episode honestly it's really good um the action is great and the lightsaber is dope i like see the thing is that i like her design yeah it's just like it's just I didn't realize that there are so many perverbs yeah. on the internet, <laughs> yeah. you know, just lusting after this bunny. Yeah. You know? It's just it's it's one of those things where it's like I think she looks cool and I would love I love the fact that they're doing something that I think Star Wars doesn't do enough mm-hmm. where they're having one, she has a scouter, shout out to Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Two <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's have some stories where the main characters aren't human. Yeah. It's supposed to be a galaxy. A galaxy. You know? It's like... And I think... Yeah, it's, it's like, let's have some stories where the humans aren't the only characters. And I think that's also something that KOTOR, the remake, it's a it's a shot in the dark. It really is. But I, I would love for them to do is give us a race option. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's, let's be... Let us not just be humans. Like, you know, give us... Give us the option to make our character a fucking Gungan or uh, anything, or, a, a, a hut, like a, a, a give, me, give me give me a fat slug Jedi. I don't want to be a hut. A Wookie, a Wookie, you know, a Wookie. Yeah. Yes, give me Wookie. Give me Twilight. Give me like you're already. I, um, I know more of these races than I thought I did. What? The yeah, fuck? Sam. Welcome to the dark side. Just kidding. Um. Oh God, I hate, uh, Star, I hate Wars. Star Wars. Um. <laughs> um. But yeah, totally agree. Like in the original trilogy. The rebels, it's a bunch of white guys and Leia. <laughs> at least, at least in the sequels, it's a more accurate depiction of what it would look like. There's, yeah. there's Asian people, black people, Spanish people, aliens of all of all different species. This would be the rebellion. Yeah, um, exactly. And it, it it would make it so much harder for people to seem racist, right? Yes. <laughs> because, like, for example, if I were to be like, oh God, God, I hate Glorforce. No stupid, stupid money grubbing Glorforce. It's like, hey, yeah, Glorforce. No, no one knows what I'm, it's Glorforce, right? Totally. But, but you know, it's just like I, that's another thing that Star Wars is missing. I need more racism in Star Wars. <laughs> I need more racism in oh Star Wars. Oh my gosh, he said it. All right, it's true though. I'm trying to think. You know what, Cole, has there, been, has there Cole, been anything like that? Has there been anything you know, like remotely? I'm trying to think. Col- I think the most that the closest you'll get in the the sequels, original trilogy, and the prequels yeah. is uh, Sand People. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, how to talk? Yeah. Oh, 
good catch. Uh, sand sand people, people and droids. Um, droids don't have have like as as personified as droids are. You know, oh, uh, they can't come in here. What the droids? Uh, leave them outside because you know they can't eat or drink. So they take all they're doing is take space up. Uh, you know, in, in a cantina. But the way droids mm-hmm. are treated, how they're talked to. Um, there's even in that. I'd, um, you know the solo movie where uh, where uh, Gambino is playing um, a young Lando, um, his droid who he has a sexual relationship with, you know, because uh, it's confirmed, I think uh, that Lando is uh, is pansexual. He, you know, he, like like you're, if you're in space, there's so many things to have sex with. Sorry. Um, well, yeah, Lando's a freaky nigga. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was a I, I thought that was a given. I thought, I thought that nigga was just freaky. Yeah. I thought this nigga was just out here just slanging dick wherever it was needed. <laughs> anyway, so. like, it's like even droids. Um, but yeah, uh, that, yeah, Star Wars needs, needs more racism, for sure. Uh, I agree. Uh, I, I think it really does. I know I said it before. I'll say it again. Star Wars needs more racism. I want to see these races not get along because there's so many of them and they're all so fucking weird that they should not be getting along. Yeah. Um, the last episode, um, Akakiri. Um, um it's not an animation style I'm used to. I don't think I've seen this. Uh before. it looks like Oban, uh, Oban, Oban Star Racer. You might, you might be, was... you might be right. And at the beginning of each episode, they tell you exactly what studio made made it, which is which is good. Um, so I don't know if you ever seen Oban Star Racer. Oh. It did air in America. It aired on JetX. Ah, JetX! Wow, what a time! And what a time! Yeah, looking at that anime i'm gonna post it in our chat looking at that animation style it kind of it's looking it's giving me oban star racer vibes with these uh these character designs yeah here, where it's like these simple they're, you know their heads are, are shit like beans mm-hmm, <laughs> you know like and like they have these distinct eyes where it's not traditional anime eyes and like you know what i mean like their features are very it's like it's it's very it looks like like classical Japanese paintings, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, That's so. Yeah. Um, simple story. Uh, the the uh, there's a Sith in the royal family of this. Uh, sorry, not 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 royal noble family, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she classic Sith move. Uh, she's in the shadows, and when she hatches her plans, kicks everyone out of, of the family. This, this this house is mine now. The land is mine now. Get out. Um, this uh, a member of the family calls in an old Jedi friend who they uh, have a a uh, romantic past with, and mm-hmm. he helps her guide her back to the palace to take it back. And um, he's a, uh, he's a, he's like a experiencing trauma from past battles or whatever, and uh, he ends up face to face with this uh, Sith Shogun type character again. And uh, and yeah, it's a really epic showdown. And long story short, um, it's kind of like uh, Revenge of the Sith, where he is at he he, he uh, in his heroics, he risks losing the the woman he's supposed to be helping. Um, she's he accidentally slashes her because uh, he he didn't recognize her in in his uh in his uh in his uh war you know, rage, and uh, and he's talking to the to the Sith lady. Uh, like, uh, hey, please help me save her. And he's like, you know, if you join me, we can. And long story short, he 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 joins. And uh, and unlike Palpatine, she actually does keep to her word and and brings the girl back to life. Um, <laughs> but at a catch, he does join her, and it um it does end on a more somber on a more somber tone compared to the other episodes. 
but um but yeah that is uh star wars visions and um um i think it was pretty popular um it's not canon these are all side stories anthologies they can keep making more and i would honestly love more and I- this is why i hate the new star wars canon bullshit mm-hmm. because these stories are way better the <laughs> stories we got in visions are better than anything that has been canon for the past six years i would have to agree i would have to agree it's, it's just it's it's this is this is some, this is some of the like i love the force awakens i like rogue one i love mandalorian i love bad batch i loved uh the final season of uh clone wars clone wars and i love mm-hmm. rebels but um but yeah the ninth jedi is so rich and, and so soulful it's, it's exactly it's it gets the ninth jedi gets why pe- this is gonna be the fucking star wars episode the ninth <laughs> jedi gets what people like about star wars like that's the thing it's literally just it's like i remember watching it when i finished watching it i was like what the fuck did i just consume star wars and not feel gross any (laughs) negative feelings i didn't feel jaded at any point i didn't feel like yeah it's like i watched something related to star wars and i left it being like wow that was fun what wow. the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> like, I enjoyed that. What the fuck? I enjoy- exactly like I, I I was like I enjoyed that. That was fun. What the fuck's wrong that with was- me? Did they make a good Star Wars? Finally? No, nah. No, 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 no. I'm I'm clearly high. I, I'm on something. I'm on something strong. That, that shit was amazing. I loved. Oh my god, that shit. I I really hope it gets a full show. A uh, full show, a continuation in season two, um, for sure. Uh, let's talk about vision, uh, not visions, (laughs) uh, what if, which is kind of like, kind of like, you know, uh, unlike visions, everything we're seeing (laughs) in what if matters and it's, and it is going to tie in and have ramifications and, uh, implications for, uh, for the live action MCU going forward, phase four going forward. We are. Oh, please explain this to me because I saw people saying this and I did not understand. So yeah, please. Um, let's let's start with what if. I'd rather not go through each episode. No, just because I feel like each episode is not as worth some of. Yeah, I agree. Some some of these things are not like the others. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> we are not the same. <laughs> exactly, um, they are not the same. What was the last thing we talked about? We talked about zombies. We talked about Killmonger, right? Yeah, we we made it to Killmonger. All right, so I know that. Okay, so we're, these last three. Uh, uh, yeah party I'm just, oh i think yeah, no party we thor. talked about party thor i think no 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 thor? we talked private we talked about it privately we did um i'm just gonna say party thor very uh very thor ragnarok and on top of that uh with a dope captain marvel fight um i i loved it it was lit and um what do what, you think about about uh because because we've seen how it all ends now uh from Party Thor mm-hmm. through, to Ultron, the Watcher getting involved, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- you really loved uh, Party Thor. I love Party Thor. Yeah, Party Thor is what Thor should be. Yeah, he's frivolous. He's he's stupid. He's just having a good time. He's not taking anything seriously. Nothing. But excuse me. You know what I care more about in Party Thor? Yeah. Than I do anything about like Thor himself. What? It made me not dis. Sorry, that's not true. I was gonna say dislike, and dislike is not the word. It made me not feel. It made me feel something from Captain Marvel. Okay. 
I don't like the character in the co- in the show. In the show or, because or MCU? Both. Okay. Because uh, the show to me the show is just an extension of the MCU version yeah. of the character. I don't like that version of Captain Marvel. You know what I like my Captain Marvel to be? Or should I say my Miss Marvel to be? What? I want her to be alcoholic. Mm. I want her to hate the 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 what are they called? Scrolls? The shape scrolls. I want her to hate scrolls. Oh, I want wow, her to really? like getting into f- she oh in the comics she hates them Dang. like they're the they're the ones who like kidnapped her and did a bunch of fucked up tests on her she hates them my favorite scene of the character to give you a different to give you an idea of just how different she is is she takes a scroll flies into space and you get to see her narration because what she does is she just lets go of them and they start floating in you space. told me and this literally <laughs> yeah she crosses her legs and she looks it in the eye and she's like i see the scroll transform out of the form it uh, changed into and then i watched it slowly asphyxiate and die due to the lack of the you know oxygen in space and i smiled and it's (laughs) that is that is miss marvel she hates them she is oh she is supposed to just be like in universe they literally called her for a long time the female tony stark Mm mm-hmm and don't even get me started about how I feel about the MCU Tony Stark because I'll make a lot of people upset. Yeah. <laughs> but if Tony Stark isn't crashing his Benz into a building because he was driving drunk, I don't want him. <laughs> if Tony Stark isn't dealing with his horrible addictions and his demons, I don't want him. The world protector Tony Stark that we got, they can keep it. I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. I'm here to say it. I'm, I'm here to say I'm it. I'm with you. I'm glad he's dead. I want Tony should be a mess. Tony should be just awful. He should be throwing up in his Iron Man suit. That's what I want from Tony. I don't want this. We need to make Ultron to protect everyone and keep them safe. Nigga, fuck you. I see a go suit of some... armor around the world. Shut up. Nigga, go drink some whiskey, bro. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tired. What are, you, what are you saying to me right now? Go pour a scotch. Um, yeah, get some scotch, my nigga. Go fuck some women. You're rich. Like, do some, do something. Be Tony Stark for a second. I'm tired yeah. of hearing all this Superman propaganda. Suit of nigga. armor, training Spider Man. Get out of here. You training Spider Man? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, bro, go, go fucking default someone's business on a weekend win. Like, come on, bro. I'm not, I'm not trying to hear this, this, this positive Iron Man shit. Yeah. But no, yeah. So the the episode really made me feel better about Captain Marvel. Yeah, cool. that was a really dope fight. Um. It was a dope fight. Yeah. It was a dope episode in general. Just seeing like Loki, seeing the oh Guardians my gosh. in the background. Loki actually being uh, a frost giant was I made that was I, dope. I was happy for him. He looked like he was wow. Happy. It's like it's crazy how someone you know grows up when they don't have to deal with constant racism and you know yeah and like and like sibling rivalry and just mm-hmm. Loki sucks. Mm-hmm. We love Thor and oh, you're just a, yeah. a creepy little. You're not living in someone yeah. else's shadow. You know exactly. Uh, but yeah, the the show picks up and we understand where it's where it was going all along in, in episode eight yes which is cr- episode eight is again it's always the penultimate episode which is the best it's not the finale it's always it's always yeah. the episode before it that's where it, the, the meat and potatoes so everything we're waiting for happens yeah holy crap what if ultron succeeded in his mission and he got the the, the organic vibranium body uh, synthesoid android body he wanted in Age of Ultron. Yeah. What if he got that? And on top of that, mm-hmm. that leads to him getting the uh, the Mind Stone first. 
and the yeah. Mind Stone in Ultron's hand is very powerful and very dangerous. So powerful, he he made the quickest work of Thanos. I don't care about Thanos. A lot of people were mad. Like, oh, lazy writing, lol, because uh, how fast he just he just sunned this man and got him out the way and took the stones. Those people don't read comic books. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't mean. I, you That's... know, I, I can read on one hand how many comics I've read, and I and I I, I love that moment. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying the the reason why is because like in the comic books, like Thanos has lost a fucking war machine. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Don't you like? Shut the fuck up. This character can lose in comic books. They've every strong character has lost to people they had no idea no business losing to so if if war machine can kill thanos or not kill him but like stop him yeah fuck it yeah fuck it a guy with a, an infinity stone yeah just he can do it too just cut him he just can cut him in half it was so quick dude and he, he, he black panther choked out silver surfer in the comic he beats books. yeah bro oh my gosh That's, like don't say the, anything to the, me silver surfer is supposed to be able to tank a sun and he got choked out by black panther the things so, i have learned about black panther these past two weeks is effing crazy this man is nowhere near you know again mcu hulk is nerfed thor is nerfed black panther is nerfed holy crap mm-hmm. this man has beaten wolverine on on multiple occasions i i think he's beaten spider-man yeah. twice i think uh yeah. like there's no comparison to captain america i'm sorry like if 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 it's a fight to the death black panther will end the fight fast he should like he should if, and see the thing just, is that yeah. it's because the thing about that i feel like again this gets left out in a lot of comic book adaptations black panther is he he should be in universe he's smart yes like shuri is great i love shuri yes but he shouldn't be so confused about her technology yeah like he's supposed to, he's in the illuminati yeah the illuminati for the people who don't know the illuminati in the comic books is tony stark dr strange reed richards black panther t'challa and namor I think. council of geniuses literally a council of geniuses who look at the world objectively from a place without emotion and try to enforce things that will make the world a better place for everyone in the shadows that is the illuminati he's a part of that team he's not supposed to be dumb like, yeah. he's smart as shit he's he's smart as fuck yeah like so like in black panther and like sure he pranks him and, and like and like gets him to kick himself like come on to yeah or when he's like asking her like how does this technology work this shouldn't be possible it's like he should be able yeah. to understand why it works exactly um but 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 yeah uh ultron in this in this thing he goes oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry he, i wanted to say that he destroys i'm happy that we finally got a real Ultron. yeah like oh my god it's like oh this is how ultron is supposed to be he's fucking nuts and he's aggressive and he's not quipping all the time he is doing shit yeah and ending shit like he that his death marathon was xandar asgard ego ego sat there and watched like ego the living planet watched as this guy just pulled up hey what's up buddy and blew him up yep. savage um uh, uh i think i said xandar already um yeah, it was crazy, and he just formed this giant metal Ultron ball as his ship, and just went from world to world. And with the Reality Stone, he made his little Ultron army endless. Like it doesn't matter how many you destroy with the Reality Stone, it's it's a wrap. 
And one thing I, I, I was, was pointed out to me, which was kind of cool, uh, from beginning of the show to the end, the watcher gets closer and closer to the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until he gets too close, and the all-powerful, um, I think the official is Infinity Ultron. I've been saying Ultimate Ultron, because, you know, I think that sounds better, but whatever. A lot of people have been saying Ultra Vision. Ultra, oh, okay, okay. I, I haven't heard that one yet. But um, yeah. I think the, the one, I think, like, on Instagram, it's Infinity Ultron. And he's like, who who said that? Like, he has a higher consciousness. You know, he's an AI. There's a higher consciousness. And he turns around. He's also backed by all the stones, too. Yeah, exactly. Backed up by the stones. And, like, you you break the ultimate fourth wall. Like, he's... Because the, the, the Watcher, he's, like, what? In the in the mirror dimension. He's not in any... He's literally supposed to just be a reference to the reader. Yeah. he He's just a guy watching he literally just picks stories that he wants to see yeah it's just and they're they're multiple watchers too yeah there's not just there one. has to be they're multiple yeah they're multiple watchers yeah there's not just one. only makes sense yeah so yeah uh ultron shatters the wall this this dimensional wall leaves his his timeline his universe and they get into an epic brawl it's like i thought captain marvel and thor was dope this one just blew blew that fight away uh i you know, for a second, I thought Ultron had him, and he's just like, "You have no, you can't even comprehend my will." And he charges up on Super Saiyan style and gets this armor and like electricity is flowing around, and uh, it was really cool. But long story short, for eight, he kind of loses the fight. He's like, "Okay, I can't do this by myself." And we go back and we get the first connection to a previous episode in What If. He goes to Supreme or Dark Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange Supreme. Yeah. Uh, his, you know, on his world. Which is just a, a pocket dimension now. He is a floating rock, surrounded by no existence, because he ruined his world uh, for love. Um, and he goes back to him and says, "Hey, I need your help." He goes, "I want to hear you say it, though." He goes, "Doctor Strange, will you help me?" And he's like, "All right, <laughs> yeah." And so, uh, and the cut. Strange is an asshat. He's like, he is an asshat. Like he, he, he needs his ego to be stroked. I, I know how yep. I know I, I know how good I am, uh, but knowing is not enough. I need people to tell me, you know. You gotta tell me. You gotta tell like, me. Yeah, <laughs> asshole. I know I'm great, but no, no, no. But I want to hear you tell me that I'm great. What a like, you suck. <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, episode episode nine. Uh, it just starts off. It's it's like a grand tour of the of this uh, of the season. Uh, the Watcher is he plucks Peggy Carter. He uh, uh Captain Captain Carter. He plucks T'Challa Star Lord. He plucks up uh who was by the way with uh with uh Peter Quill trying to free him from uh. From uh, Eagle's grasp, um, yeah, uh, we get um, Party Thor and you know uh, Supreme Doctor Strange and uh, Gamora. I found out today her her episode was uh, was it was cut was cut for COVID reasons, um, and so I think which is why I guess I'm assuming Zoe Zoe Zaldana wasn't voicing Gamora. Um, if if it was a full episode, I think she definitely would have been voicing the character. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, and they are called the Guardians of the Multiverse. I, I don't hate the. I don't hate it. You know, I, I, I it's potentially kind of eye rolly. Okay, I get it. Yeah, Guardians of the. Okay, I, I, yeah, I guess you can't. Like, I, 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 are they not? Are they not? Are they not the Avengers? Like, are they not going to avenge the fallen uh, universes? You know, but um, no, Guardians of the uh, the Multiverse. But yeah. Um. Again, really, really great fight. Um. What stood out to me was the chemistry between Captain Carter and Black Widow. 
um, Black Widow has uh, Red Guardian's shield, um, you know, her fake father, if you watch the Black Widow movie. Um, she has uh, his shield uh, looks, from the looks of it. I could be wrong. Uh, and, of course, Captain Carter has her British flag vibranium shield. And the combinations, again, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's worthy Cap versus Thanos all over again with, uh, with, with, uh, with just all the different ways you can utilize that, the, the shield. Um, of course, T'Challa Star-Lord, being as smooth as he is, he's the one who kind of uh, makes the first MVP move uh, and takes away the Soul Stone, leaving him vulnerable. But in the end, um, I just tweeted about this. It was uh, 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 Zola, uh, the uh, the yeah. again another connection to a previous episode, uh, the episode where Natasha, you know, her, her Earth is the first Earth to fall to Ultron's rule, uh, yeah. but uh, she has uh, an arrow uh, that has a virus containing Zola. Sorry, Zola has a virus that he that, that's the kind of the Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola. It's, uh, it's the key to beating um, Ultron, and it works. Uh, it's a really cool fight. Um, at first, uh, there was the initial fight before they. No, no, no. Fuck you. Fuck that. What? It wasn't. It was a great fight, but let's be real here. Let's talk about this episode in a real way. Go ahead. Okay. Doctor Strange carried. Yeah, yeah, without yeah, without him, yeah, it would have ended fast. It would have been over. Yeah, it was his protection spell the entire time. The entire time. So I, I just would like you to acknowledge that because last week you said some. Last time we did this, you said some real flagrant shit towards Doctor Strange. <sighs> and just um, don't care for him as a character. It's just ridiculous. But this is so. This is what Zola looks like in the comics. So I want. So I want you to understand the reference. I posted Zola. it in our chat. Zola. Oh. Yes. Our... Hence. Oh. Uh, exactly. You get that. Allu- yes. Okay. So they alluded to that in this episode. Because a lot of people didn't like that in the movie that he was in, Civil War. Right? So, uh, uh, he, he, so Zola makes his first appearance in the first well, Avenger. Yeah, and, right. But. And then. Afterwards. And then. Mm-hmm. And then. In, um, and then in, uh, Winter Soldier. He tells. He, uh, he, uh, in Winter Soldier. Zola in, right, in the computer. Right, soldier, not civil war. Uh, I was uh, so uh, uh, Zola tells uh, Steve about Hydra and how cut off the head to Mark Gornis place. You, you thought you beat us, you didn't. Uh, um, I, I joined Shield in the seventies, and and Hydra started all over again. Like you never won, um, um, Stephen, and, and you died for nothing. And then he punches the <laughs> the, the monitor, the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, you salty, you salty, now. nigga. <laughs> I always thought it was. I always confused the events of Civil War and Civil War and um, uh, Winter, Soldier. Winter Soldier just because of Bucky's like huge role. Yeah, in exactly, big time. But um, but yeah, it was really cool. Um, kind of like uh, in Dragon Ball Z when uh, Goku has to hold um, um, uh, Raditz in place while Piccolo hits him with the special cannon. Attack. Um, that was kind of the uh, the plan in the end. Uh, Natasha was gonna get the high ground with the motorcycle, and you know, using her fallen friend Clint Barton's uh, weapon. That was kind of sweet, seeing her use Hawkeye's weapon, in, in the way she okay. did. She opens mm-hmm. fire, and then from the side, uh, Captain Carter flanks uh, uh, Ultron, holds his mask up, and makes sure the arrow goes right into his face. It was so savage, actually, because like yeah. the way they set, they set it up, like the, there's like a bright light in the background, and it's just like a silhouette. Of Captain Carter on on his shoulders, pulling his head up just to make sure. No, you're gonna get this arrow. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get this arrow. So, so like, 
like I'm gonna be Goku, you'll be Radix, except I'm not gonna get ran through with this uh, uh, cannon. Uh huh. So I'm just gonna say, yeah, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Probably, mostly. <laughs> um, excuse me. This episode had a moment that made me check out. Yeah, I forgot. That, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sorry, Sam. I forgot that there's you feel differently about this episode. Go ahead. There. What was it? There's an, it pisses me off. Stop. I don't get their obsession with this character. Who? But I don't like Widow. Oh, Black Widow. Okay. I don't. I don't like her at all. I don't. She makes me cringe. Even in the comics or just the MCU version? No, no, the MCU. The okay. MCU. In the comics, she's much different because she's actually Russian. She's actually she's Russian, Russian and not like yeah, yeah. Okay, but and she's more hardcore in the comic books. Like she's not trying to be like the seductress. Mm-hmm. She's more like yeah. the, I will fuck you up. Yeah, you know, like it, it's it's a different kind of. She instills a different kind of feeling. It's not like a ooh, she's sexy but dangerous. It's more like oh my. No, she's she's dangerous. She's just and dangerous. She will, she will kill me, and she's kind of hot because of that. But anyway, <laughs> um, I don't like. Okay, I don't like Widow, and I hate the fact that maybe I'm being. I know, not maybe. I know I'm being more cynical because I don't like Widow. But there's a scene that made me check out, and it's when they all go through the portal and they're all there. And Widow steals the stone. Right? Mm-hmm. You know the scene I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. And she's like, who are you guys? Yeah. That scene pissed me the fuck off. Okay. Because, one, on Widow's perspective, she should have seen Thor and been like, I know who you are. Yeah. There's a... She should have recognized well some of them. Like, yeah, that exactly. Yeah. She, she's at least Thor. At least she might not. She wouldn't recognize anyone else, but she would at least see Thor. Yeah, because this her in her timeline it was after Avengers. Yes, so she should have recognized Thor and at least been have been like, oh shit, what's going on, Thor? Is it something serious? Right? Yeah, that's my first problem. Because fuck Widow, I don't like her. That's definitely and a plot hole. Other problem. Is that literally on that team that was present there was at least three people who could have solved that instantly instantly could have solved what instantly? and then the fact that she had the stone in her hand okay there's literally dr strange thor and fucking a souped up captain america mm-hmm. we're staring down a normal human like oh my god what, what are we gonna do yeah dr strange could have literally just swapped the stone out of her hand yeah like and i get it you needed that to happen because that'll give ultron enough time to catch up with them for the final fight and that's what everyone wanted but i'm just like fuck man come on like i like don't do it like this like this is not how you 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 buy time, you know? That's not how you... It just makes it feel stupid for me. And that, that made me check out of the entire episode. Like, it just... It. it took me out of it. I, I watched the rest of it, and I was like, hey, this is cool. You know, the head moment that you were talking about was cool. But I was just like, man, I don't... This is dumb. This is stupid. Which is like how I feel about the Marvel... The comic book what-if stories. I feel the exact same way. So mm-hmm. I guess they did a good job. <laughs> because of my feeling of it was, this is dumb. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, I, I didn't mention uh, Killmonger. Killmonger's there, and uh, you know, and he's the uh, Black Panther. Um, yeah, but who cares? Yeah, who cares? But um, in, in that same vein, if uh, complaints-wise, uh, I, I I wanted more between uh, him and T'Challa. Like, oh, cousin, cousin. Yeah, it felt so weird. So, it felt so weird that like they didn't have anything. It was like, they, really, they had like one line, right? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of. They it, had like but they it's had just, like... two brief exchanges and. Uh, like at the end, the end when they beat him and Killmonger, you know, because uh, the very beginning when, when they recruit the team, um, it's either uh, I think it's Gamora. Gamora is like to Thor, do you trust him? And Thor's like, I trust everybody. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. In the end, when they beat uh, Ultron, of course, Killmonger, who is a villain himself, takes that sounds for himself and gets he tries. He tries to take it for himself. Yeah, exactly. and uh, and Charles like. Uh, cousin, come on, what are you doing? He goes, I ain't your cousin. I was like, bruh. <laughs> come on. Yeah, um, dickhead. dickhead. Just a dickhead. Uh, Just a dickhead. I- I'm glad they stopped him fast um, and uh, take take care of that issue. Um, so then season two, huh? Yeah, season two. Yeah. I, re- I really liked um, where it ended. Uh, Me too. I-, I like how it kind of humanized this 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 god type ish character this celestial this this all-knowing being um mm-hmm. you know i like that um natasha is like so were you just eating popcorn when uh my friends got killed like like you're just the watcher like you took an oath not to get involved you know the episode is called what if the watcher broke his oath yeah um and he and he and he opens up in a really real way he's like um these aren't just I mean, they're stories, but they're more than just stories. Like, like, um, I even though I took an oath to just watch and not get involved, I love these stories. These stories are my home. I live in between these stories. You know, um, I, I turn over my shoulder, I see a different universe that I know. I, I, you know, everywhere I look is a universe that I know all about, and because of that, I am invested in these stories and the people who are involved. And I think that's why, you know, in the end, he kind of grants her her wish, even though he didn't do that for Captain Carter, who was like, who kind of asked without asking, can you send me back yeah. to my time so I can be with Steve? And he's like, um, trust me, your world needs Captain Carter. And she goes, fair enough, and, and goes. Yeah, because they're, they're only on Winter Soldier, so exactly. you know, they had a, a couple more movies to get through. <laughs> or, you know. uh, but, but with the Natasha, who actually lost everything, her entire planet, her Earth is gone. Uh, he's like, he he drops her off in the uh, in the in the in the evil Hank Pym universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they don't have uh, a, a Natasha, and uh, and uh, they have a new makeshift uh, not not even makeshift, but a, a new Avengers team because uh, evil Hank Pym never killed uh, Steve Rogers because Steve Rogers was still on ice. Yeah. But when he killed Banner, Hawkeye, Tony, and and uh, uh, yeah. Um, and, and Thor. Uh, so the new Avengers that she joins is uh, Black Panther, dope. Uh, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Captain, Captain, Captain America, Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yes, yeah, great, really, really great lineup um, in my my opinion. Uh, it's yeah, and that's kind of how it ends. And um, season two is is confirmed to have heavy tie-ins to Phase Four. I believe Shang Chi will make an appearance. That'll be really dope to see. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that tweet. They were like, "Oh, it's gonna be." Um, yeah. 
they're gonna be more for phase four tie-ins in season two yeah so i'm really excited for an animated shang chi on the flip side um the direction we're going i do hope that we see a live uh action watcher with jeffrey wright and i hope Haley atwell comes back for live action uh captain carter that would be really really cool to maybe see uh, Captain Carter, Captain Britain, and the new uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson, uh, link up and do some more like shield combinations, you know, vibranium wings with, you know, with with her, because you know she has the serum, you know, and and, and yeah. he doesn't, so it'll be really cool to see that relationship. Um, yeah, just more of the Watcher, honestly. Um, and uh, you know, real quick, um, did we have you all seen Venom, uh, Carnage? Not yet. Okay. Um, but I do... You're talking about the... Um, just just more uh, like... The, uh, the, the post-credits? Yeah, just more like multiverse. I'm not going to say anything. But, I did... Uh, no, I, I know. I already know. It was... Um, yeah. I looked it up myself just because I was uh, like, I don't... Don't go fuck. Want to, I don't... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't go, so, uh, but I do like it. So yeah. I didn't see the scene, but I just read what it implies, and I was like, hey, all right. So, all yeah. Right. Um, I, I The images were spoiled to me before... Spoiled for me before i saw it but um watching it uh full spoilers of course um eddie and venom leave san francisco they go on vacation because uh they need to get away um the secret is out they, they there's a monster in san francisco and he's a uh, you know an anti-villain so he's not confirmed immediately to be on their side so he yeah so after after defeating carnage yeah. who goes on a rampage obviously uh they leave um they leave san francisco and we find him on a, on a on a vacation on a on a, on a, uh, on a beach and it cuts them in a hotel that's on the beach and they're talking and venom is talking about how oh um we symbiotes you have no idea the things we've seen and the heavy uh and how big the, the universe really is and he goes what are you talking about let me show you and and it perfectly lines up with um what i think was uh was uh loki when okay. uh, when uh, he when he, he remains gets killed and he goes we just passed the threshold um, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. the branches start to form. Uh, the hotel, it's a flash of light, and the room shakes, of course. And he, and after after the flash of light is gone, room starts. The room stops shaking. He's in a different, more luxurious room. Mm. And he and he looks like, what the hell happened? And and uh, and uh, and uh, we hear the voice of J.K. Simmons, uh, 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 J., J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. And you know it's the same one from Far From Home. He's bald, and it's it's, it's the DailyBugle.net. It's not it's not the actual newspaper. The the newspaper. It's, 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 uh, are dead. Yeah, it's it's like a podcast. He's like a radio uh, personality, and mm-hmm. and he's talk and he's talking. It, it ties in with Far From Home. He says the identity of Spider Man is confirmed. Peter Parker, uh, you know, p- public menace, and Venom yep. is like that guy, and he licks the screen. I'm like ill. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the post-credit scene. So, um, with uh, with uh, what if being very multiverse, uh, Doctor Strange uh, sequel, multiverse of madness, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, and uh, and yeah, for, for, uh, no way home. Uh, it's it's confirmed at this point. Um, we're getting Willem Dafoe is coming back as Green Goblin. Um, uh, Alfred Alfred uh, Molina is coming back as uh, Doc Ock. Uh, um, mm-hmm. It's, I it's 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 almost for sh- it is for sure that Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, 
yeah, they're, they're in. It's gonna be. They're in. It's a live yeah. action uh, Into the Spider Verse. Oh, can we? Can we, can can I talk about the? Did you see the leak? Uh, go for it. Okay, so there's a leak. Don't know if it's real. Don't know if it's fake. But there's a leak of a very high quality gif of a Toby suit, a Garfield suit, and a Holland suit that look 2020 Marvel quality posing together on a bridge that looks like the same exact bridge from the Hello Peter moment in uh, the No Way Home. That's lit. So everyone, they we people are already saying it. They're like the next trailer is gonna have all three of them in it. It's already confirmed. Basically, it's yeah. basically confirmed. Yeah. It's it's all three of them are in the next movie. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I feel bad for Andrew Garfield. He's promoting a different movie entirely, and he's only being asked about Spider Man, which is super annoying. Um, as an actor yeah. who who like, you know, as a, as an actor, these movies are fun. You know, it's fun to play a superhero, but you know they want the you know, I want to portray raw emotion, you know, c- complex people, you know, you know. Uh, That's what pisses me yeah. off, man, because, like, there are a lot of superhero movies. There are a lot of superheroes, for example, mm-hmm. that are never going to get movies. Yeah. Because no actor in their right mind is going to be like, I'm never going to take off the mask. Yeah. And that is also why um, you mentioned it earlier. No, no, you didn't. I was in a different uh, chat. Sorry. Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those movies? Uh, no. Okay. Um, they're based on a comic book of the same name. And it's basically about this super cop in a future society where everything is fucked up. Like, society is fucked. You know? Like, 200 million murders a second kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. And Judge Dredd is a cop in those times. And they're not many of them because, one, they fucking die often because they're cops in a situation where everyone is committing crime. And then, two... They, the ones that do last long, only last long because of their ability to kill other people, right? And the whole thing about Judge Dredd as a character is that he's the one person in the precinct that he's established in that he has given himself up. There is no Dredd as a person. Judge Dredd is the manifestation of the law, right? Mm -hmm. And so because of that, Judge Dredd never takes off his helmet. No one knows what he looks like in the office Everyone just knows he's the guy who's always in uniform. He never takes a break. He's always in uniform. And shout outs to the guy who played him in the, they did a remake of it a couple years back. Carl Urban. He kept the helmet on the the entire entire time. time. Never took it off. Props to him. You know who that is, right? Big props to him. No. Butcher from from the boys. Oh, shit. Yep. Carl Urban. Wow. He's, hey, all right. Yeah. Shout out to him, hey, man. All right. Shout out to fucking him. Yeah. Shout out to fucking him because I re- I respected him so much for not taking off the helmet. I was like, wow, there isn't a single scene where he's not shown with his helmet. That's impressive. That's accurate. Like the poor actor, you know, because you know you want to show your face every now and then, but like, and that's why. Also, that's another thing. We're gonna talk about this in the next episode. But in Doom Patrol, like shout outs to Brandon Fraser. I, yeah. I I learned his name because he rarely is on screen. He gets probably ten minutes a season yeah. of his real face being on screen, you know? So shout outs to him because 
he's one of my favorite characters yeah. in the show. He's in my top three. Yeah. And he's doing an amazing job. So shout out to him because he does not show his face, period, in the entire show. Yeah. I think in se- in season three, in season, we're on season three, right? Yeah. yeah. In season three, we haven't seen his face at all. Yeah. So far, and we're three episodes in, four episodes in. Sorry, yeah, I we haven't seen his face at all. Like, um, that's crazy. Shout out to him. I'm a fan of uh, Matt Bomber, but I I feel like he and his team have been fighting to see his face. Uh, uh, Negative Man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like he he's he's also in my top three. Yeah, it's between him, Jane, and Cliff. It yeah. just it shifts between them. It's, but I also I love Rita. Yeah, Never mind. I have a top four. Love, I have a top four. Rita. I love Rita, man. Yeah. I love Rita. <laughs> I love her. But yeah, uh, she's, in, she's enticing. We're gonna talk about Doom Patrol next. Um, yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Star Wars Visions. I'm down for it. Season two. Uh, um, if season two was just all the ninth Jedi, that's I would be satisfied. Yeah. That's what I want for season two. I would, yeah. If season two is just a continuation of the ninth Jedi story, story, and it's not called Star Wars Vision, it's just called like, excuse me, Star Wars, the ninth Jedi, you know, or Star Wars like Star Wars the Lost Blacksmith yeah. or something, you know, I, I'd be fine with that. Like yeah. you know, just anything, but. I just want more of that world and that story. I think they hit gold with it. And if they don't capitalize on it, I'm just going to... My opinion of Star Wars will not change. Yeah, it was, It'll forever just be a cesspool of dookie dog shit, bookie shit. And all, you, that, and all you like is KOTOR. And everything that I like is in KOTOR and the Ninth Jedi. Ninth Jedi. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Nothing I else. like the original trilogy. Yeah. Oh. Um, Except for the la- that last one. That last one was some booty do. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You like the original trilogy? Awesome. Um, I I like the first two. I don't like the third one. All right, makes, makes sense. Whack. Makes sense. The, the Ewoks, little teddy bears. Uh, yeah, the, fuck that. Yeah, fuck it. Understand. The beginning of the end, if you ask me. I, the beginning of the end, if you ask me. <laughs> um, but 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 yeah, um, I'm down for um, you know we're, we're definitely getting a season two of What If, and um, yeah. and yeah, if there's a. Uh, Maybe talk about Carnage if you see it. We can. I'm, I'm gonna see it this week. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get really. I'm gonna go big mode. Yeah. You know what big mode is? No, tell me. Okay, big mode is when I get really drunk. I've heard and really high. I've heard of at the exact same time. I've heard of cold mode. Cold mode is just how I survive the winter <laughs> yeah. because I'm not weak like the rest cold of. Cold mode. But no, big mode is. Big mode is just I get as fucked up as possible. So I'm going to get fucked up as possible and go and see Carnage because we had a conversation about this. Just a quick aside before we end the show. We talked about this on Instagram where you were just like, I didn't like this movie. (laughs) You know, I'm walking away from it. I just feel the same way. And I'm like, yo, bro, you are watching these movies all wrong. All wrong. All wrong. You're, You're supposed to go in. You sit down in Venom. And the, the, the man is talking to the little girl who has a question. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. No. And she's like, she raises her hand in the first movie. And all her classmates are like, no, black girl. Don't ask any questions. You can't ask questions. Oh. And then the rich, evil billionaire is like, no, no, no. We have to let them ask questions. Because asking questions is good. You kids should not shame someone for seeking knowledge. And then he walks out of the scene without asking her what her fucking question was. And then you laugh. That is the whole point of these movies is that you see shit like that happen and then you just laugh your fucking ass off. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. 
That is what those movies are about. It's like they have this entire scene where they think they're saying something important or they think they're doing something that's smart and then it ends and they completely fumbled it and fucked it up and then you get to have a nice hearty laugh at how bad the fucking movie is. And that is why I think Venom, for me, I would sooner watch Venom than a majority of Marvel movies, MCU movies rather, because... The laughter I got out of that movie, I don't think you understand. I laughed at that movie the way I, the same, I laughed at that movie, to give you an idea of how bad it was, I laughed at that movie the same level that I laughed at the original Suicide Squad. (laughs) I was like, this is a shit show. This is hilarious. I laughed the same amount for both of those movies, man. I laughed the same amount as that movie as I did for the original Catwoman movie. Oh my god. As I did for the Daredevil movie. Venom is funny. And then it also helps the actual jokes in the movie are actually pretty funny too. So it's like, hey, I'm laughing with the movie. I'm laughing at the movie. It's just a good time all around, man. And I'm excited to see Carnage because I know they're going to deliver more of the same. Because I don't trust them to do anything but that. Yeah, Carnage is definitely funnier. But, um... But yeah, Venom's voice is so annoying. And like, I'm like, the, the moment he, the moment he started talking, I was reminded, oh yeah, I hate how you speak. And you, oh, I and, like the Venom you, voice. You, yeah, the Venom voice, and he talks so much. I'm like, oh my goodness. But um, Eddie, I would like to go and some. Da, 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 da. Brains, yeah, no, brains, I like brains. Hungry, no. I like the Venom voice, dude. I don't know. I disagree with you much. on that point. It's, it's I, I like, I, I think a lot of things about that movie are shitty, yeah. but I think. I like the Venom voice, man. The Venom voice sounds good. I like it. Right. I like it all. Well, like when he called him a pussy in the first movie? Hilarious. Oh, pussy. When they're in the elevator? I loved it. That was a good scene. Yeah. You got to learn to have fun, man. I have, How do you I watch... have plenty of fun. I... No, you don't. How do you... <laughs> no, you don't. Ant-Man's fun. <laughs> Tell... Ant-Man's fun. Telling someone they're not having fun is the funniest <laughs> shit to me. You're like, like fun, man. <laughs> It's like, it's like it's like you're having you're not having fun. It's like I know how to have fun. It's like no, you don't. Like what? what you what's going on, buddy? That's have some that's fun. Funny. No, exactly. But no, look, dude. Let me tell you, man. I'm gonna be real with you. You gotta learn to have some fun <laughs> because I can't believe that you could sit here and watch Man of Steel. Yeah. And not laugh nah. at the bullshit in that movie. Nah, it's good stuff. It's good st- when. Paul Kent held his hand out and said, no, don't come in the tornado. I was laughing my ass off in the theater. I pissed people off and I was trying not to because that shit is so fucking dumb. Ever since we talked it's about hilarious. it. Hilarious. Hilarious. Ever since we talked about it the first time, I, I, I admit when he says, dad, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> Let those kids die? And he says, maybe I do laugh. It's it's funny. It, I'm like, what the you fuck? Get, it's funny. <laughs> exactly. It's like maybe let the kids die. It's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, whoa, is that feeling exactly? Whoa, whoa, you're nuts. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, is that feeling? That's what you're laughing at. You're gonna, you know what I mean? You're gonna turn Superman into a sociopath. What the fuck? Exactly. It's like, are you? Is this real life? Did you, did you really just say that shit, my nigga? Like, it's that like, is what makes your son is heartbroken. Like he had a, he had the worst day, and you're telling him maybe shut the kids you die. You should have let some kids die. Like, <laughs> whoa! 
Hawk Kent, everyone. Paragon of Justice. Wow. The one responsible for Superman's moral fucking code. Moral code. Telling him to let some kids die in a ditch. Like, this guy is the reason why Superman tells humanity, I love you, I'm proud of you. This guy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. This is not the one. The this ain't it. That's the guy. This ain't <laughs> it. Fuck off, dude. Ugh, Snyder doesn't get Superman. I... I would much sooner accept a Snyder Batman story than I would a Snyder Superman story. Yes, not I don't Snyder understands Batman Snyder more. doesn't he doesn't get I mean he doesn't get Batman either. But he, the, if he's like with Superman it's like negative 50 with Batman